0: Hello, I'm Will Eames and welcome to another world-class podcast interview special. In a follow-up to the last episode where we spoke to the programme director of our international sports management programme, Dr Oscar Mwanga, we're absolutely delighted to be joined by one of the students on the programme, who also happens to have been an international cricket star. Venkatesh Prasad joins Joe Harris from India to chat about his illustrious career and his experiences on our programme. Venkatesh made his international debut for India aged 24. He played his first international test match aged 26. He represented India in the 1996 Cricket World Cup, writing his name into Indian cricket folklore and in that same season he was named International Cricketer of the Year. Since retiring as a player, Venkatesh has worked in banking and been bowling coach of the Indian national team and bowling coach for Kings XI Punjab in the Indian Premier League which is one of the richest sporting leagues in the world. If you'd like more information about the International Sports Management Programme, please visit our website, london.ac.uk. Applications are being accepted for the upcoming session until the 31st of August. Enjoy the podcast!
1: Thank you so much for joining us today, Venkatesh.
2: Thank you very much, Joe. It's always a pleasure to be uh, on your show. Uh, this is a world-class podcast, University of London. I mean, that's terrific. I never thought that I would be, uh, firstly, uh, studying with uh, UOL, uh, University of London, and secondly, uh, being on your uh, podcast. I mean, it's, it's sort of a dream come true. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's so kind of you. Thank you. Um, I really wanted to get into it straight away, really, and just ask you, because, um, you know, you had a very, very esteemed career as an international cricketer for India, and you also worked as a coach. Um, could you tell our listeners about your career and um, and how you eventually came in your journey to study with us?
2: Oh, it's... it's uh, I mean, it's been a fantastic journey, I should say, uh, and I'm very really grateful um uh, you know, for for all those things that happened, and also I should say I'm quite fortunate as well. Uh, but having said that, uh, you know, I whatever little that I could achieve, uh, obviously it is it is through sheer um, you know hard work, uh, being uh, making sure that there is uh, there's a lot of uh, routines and discipline, uh, determination or whatever you can call it, as, uh, uh, and it's been it, it's been a, a, a long uh, you know a long hard way. Uh, which I thoroughly enjoy, of course, because that's been my passion, and uh, and I always wanted to be a cricketer uh, from uh, from uh, very early, uh, not say very early, probably around 16, 17, um, and uh, probably when I was uh, when I was 19, that's when I felt that I could really do something in the sport, um, you know, which uh, which I was so passionate about, and uh, of course, from there onwards, uh, you know, there was uh, there was uh, 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 a lot of a lot of matches and uh, that I played uh, played for my state that is uh, uh, the county what you can what you call it as uh, so it's a Karnataka state uh, that I, I come from down south in India um, and we have got an amazing history of uh, cricket uh, great culture as far as sport is concerned in the state Karnataka state so uh, um, and and uh, I was a uh, I was really uh, fortunate to uh, represent, uh, you know, a state which had uh, some legends like uh, Anil Kumble, Rahul Dravid, um, uh, you know, Kirmani, uh, G.R. Vishwanath, Vishwanath, I mean, they're, they're all legends. Roja Bini, uh, especially two, three of them, uh, uh, the players I mentioned, uh, SMH Kirmani, who was a keeper batsman, and Roja Bini, who was an all-rounder, played in the 1983 World Cup in England, which India won. I think that was the turning <laughs> Yeah, I mean we beat West Indies there. Uh, it was it was a very low score. Uh, nobody mm-hmm. nobody thought nobody thought that uh, India is gonna really win the win the uh, the World Cup, win the game uh, against the mighty West Indies, but uh, we did. I mean that was a turning point as far as cricket is concerned in India. Um, so, uh, and I was probably what 19 or something like that at that age, or maybe much less, I suppose, uh, something like that. So that that really motivated me to uh, to pursue uh, the sport and to work hard and 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 one day uh, represent the country which i did and my first call came uh, when i was 24 um that was when uh, uh, you know that was when i i uh, was called to represent the country uh, i toured new zealand uh, played just one one international uh, when i was 24 and uh, my first series happened in 26, when I was 26. So two years, 24 to 26, I, I had played, say, about close to 30, 35, uh, uh, one-day internationals, which included 1996 World Cup, uh, which I played uh, just wow. before my first, yeah, just before my first test series. Uh, so my debut series happened uh, in England against England. And we I played uh, three test matches then. Uh, it was a test series. And, uh, and the second test match was at Lord, Uh you know that was know. another another dream come true for any cricketer in the world uh, to play at lords and not just playing not just playing also performing at lords because uh, uh, you know as a bowler if you get 5 wickets uh, in an innings and as a as a batsman if you get 100 runs in an innings your name will be etched in the the drawing room it will be written forever whether I'm yes. there or not. So I, I happened to pick up five wickets there. Uh, that was my first five wicket haul against England, uh, my very second test match at Lord's. And uh, that, that was way back in 1996. So it's 24 years, over two wickets now. So my, I, 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 feel, I feel my name is still there on the, on the board in the uh, visiting, uh, visiting changing room.
1: Of course, because, I mean, five wickets is absolutely incredible.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is, uh, it, it, I was, I was actually on top of the world when that happened. Uh, yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it continued from there. I think uh, I was, I was in the pink of my form uh, in 96, 97, when I was uh, named the, uh, the International Cricketer of the Year as well, uh, you know, competing against the likes of Vasim uh, uh, Makram, Alan Donald from South Africa, Vasim Akram from uh, uh, Pakistan, Waqar Yunus from Pakistan, then, I mean, there plenty of other bowlers uh, around, uh, Kirtley Ambrose uh, and uh, Courtney Walsh from West Indies. I mean, there's, there's so many bowlers around. So... I, I don't know I mean probably it is just because that I was I kept on performing I suppose and I had say about four wicket halls during that season in 96 97, and uh, that's when uh, that's when the the panel uh, picked me as the international cricketer of the year, uh, and panel consisted of Clive Lloyd, uh, Sunil Gavaskar from India, mm. and uh, and uh, uh, Ian Chappell from Australia. So these three icons, these three legends, they picked uh, me as the International cricketer of the Year. So it was it was a huge honor, I would say.
1: Would you say that's your your greatest sporting achievement, would you say?
2: Well, look, uh, look, for me, uh, my my greatest achievement, I always consider uh, uh, performing for for the team and winning matches for the team. I think Mm -hmm. that's what I consider as the greatest uh, performance. Uh, I mean, awards are uh, sort of byproducts, I would say. Uh, It just happens along the along the way. Um, you know, and, uh, mm. and, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, uh, one of, one of the award was international cricketer of the year. And, and of course, uh, the highest, uh, uh, sporting award from the government of India, that's the Arjuna award, uh, was also, uh, you know, I, I've received that as well. So uh, uh, well, I mean, it, it's been fantastic, I should say. Yes, I was dropped. I I was injured uh, in, in a few times, mm. which uh, any player for that matter goes through. Uh, it's not not uh, uh, you know not particular to uh, this sport, cricket. Any sport for that matter. As a sports, yeah. sports person, injuries are part and parcel of the, uh, uh, the the sport, and you have to take it in your stride. And mm. uh, yeah, I went through some shoulder issues, and I was dropped. I I made a comeback. So. Uh, but you know what's important is uh, uh I I I've got no regrets at all i mean i uh, i played uh, whenever i played i gave my my best to my team and my only aim is to perform and perform not for myself perform for the team i think that that was been that's been my uh priority every single time whenever I stepped in uh, you know on the field
1: I'm sure those values are what what escalated you to be um, such a high performing um, um, international uh, uh, cricketer because um, you know all those things individualistic skill is obviously one element that you uh, have obviously been gifted with but then you have to obviously do that within a team environment to make sure that um, all the parts uh, come together to, to 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 be successful, and I think it's really important to acknowledge that. And obviously, that's obviously what you have done um, throughout your career. Did that lead you on to uh, wanting to kind of coach the next generation?
2: I was about to come. Uh, I was about to come to that point as well, uh, Joe. Um,
1: yeah. I mean,
2: uh, so uh, yeah. Look, uh, back in back in nineties, uh, uh, you know, late nineties and early two thousand um i would say that that's been my uh, you know that's when i had the best uh, as far as my uh, cricketing career is concerned and uh, we didn't we didn't have any um uh, you know we didn't have any uh, uh, dedicated coaches or uh, you know like like a batting coach or a bowling coach what what teams have got now um a fielding coach or an analyst a uh, performance analyst and a physio and uh masseur and so on and so forth we just had two or three um, uh, people in, in our team as as a support staff it was head mm. coach uh, there was a physio uh, and uh, and a manager who, who obviously was a a manager is is more uh, to do with logistics that's about it you know your travel and making sure your hotels are ready and you know those sort of things but we yeah. had just one head coach who who uh, you know who who would Who'd handle uh, every single aspect of the game, you know, fielding, batting, bowling, blah blah blah, the team meetings and strategies and so on and so forth. Um, whereas now, now the uh, the support staff is probably bigger than the uh, uh, the squad. The you know, if there is 15 or 16 member squad, the support staff is probably 16 or 20 of them. So that's how big the uh, the squad is now at this point. So whatever uh, we had to do or whatever I had to do, I had to learn on my own. Mm. Uh, I had to know my strength, my weakness uh, um, and and the opportunities I have, the threats I have, uh, I, I I would face um, and, and those sort of things. So I had to manage myself. I had to understand my skill, my game uh, and be in sync with the the team's uh team's goals you know so when i was going through these uh, uh this course the uh, uh sports strategy governance and leadership of course i was going through this SWOT analysis and mm. and and pestle and uh you know gap analysis and so on and so forth so i was you know i was i was able to relate what i was uh reading uh or the module that i was i was doing i was able to relate to my playing career my coaching career
0: Fantastic.
2: so yeah absolutely wonderful so that's what made me so uh, uh that's what made this module so interesting uh you know i was i was spending uh Every single day, the moment I took this um, module, I was spending say about three to four hours, which honestly speaking, I didn't do when I was going to my college. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's that's <laughs> so that's how interesting uh, this was. Uh, having said that, look. Uh, the the kind of experience that i had and i it's not just about the skill that i had it's also about um you know i was i was a keen student of the game i, I used to observe uh, you know what used to happen around me um, um you know it's not just uh, with me or around me as well i i was able to observe i was able to take the, the positives take the good points and uh, those are the skills which really helped me when i became the coach um yeah uh so it was in 2006 that i was named as the as a bowling coach uh for the uh, indian cricket team and, uh, and and we toured and again my uh my second series as a coach i we toured england again for a three three test series and uh and we won the test series we won the test series by 1-0 against england in england and that that happened for us after say about 20 odd years. So we had not won the Test series in England for twenty years. Uh, well,
1: that's incredible! That you're like you—you you have good luck against England. It sounds like not just good luck, skill and talent. I must say.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. I mean, they had a brilliant team as well. Uh, I think it was—it was. Uh, it was uh, I don't know who, who the captain was for England I'm not very sure but then they had Kevin Peterson and, and uh, uh, Strauss. I think Strauss was a captain I suppose uh, uh, something like that uh, mm. Flintoff and all these uh, all these players I mean they they're a terrific team but then we we happened to win one test match in those three test series mm. uh, and eventually won the series and that happened for us after 20 years and later on of course uh, you know the big uh, big moment for uh, uh, for uh, for the team for the whole country was uh, winning the t20 world cup inaugural world cup in south africa uh, that again was in 2007 yeah
1: so that was the first time that was ever that new format was ever played and india won oh wow that really is cementing your um your your country on the world stage isn't it in a new format of of, of the game and how it's evolved
2: absolutely yeah. and that that really helped uh, the ipl to really take all that's indian premier league which is uh, uh, which is probably uh, the uh, uh, top league um, amongst all sports you know it's one of the top leagues uh, where you, you can take uh, um, english premier league or you can take um, uh, nba in usa um mm-hmm. or uh, uh, and this this really is rated that high and uh, and players across the globe would uh, would 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 love to uh, be part of this uh, Indian Premier League. So mm. uh, that was sort of, a, a, you know, the, the inaugural T20 World Cup uh, winning that, that, uh, the championship, winning the championship laid the foundation for uh, the Indian Premier League to really take off.
1: So Venkatesh, what, what do you feel um, that the sport of cricket means uh, to India and to the pride of India?
2: Oh, it's huge! It's huge! Uh, It's—I uh, I would say cricket is a religion here, uh, <laughs> like how, like how probably football is for uh, UK, and uh, you know, basketball or NFL could be for uh, uh, US, um, you know, that sort of a thing. So cricket is a religion here. So, uh, uh, I, I mean, I can, I can see. Uh, I, I'll give an example. Uh, it's, it's 1996 World Cup, which was happening in. Um, in India, Pakistan and Sri Lanka. So we hosted mm-hmm. the India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka hosted the World Cup, 96 World Cup, 1996 World Cup. And I was part of uh, the Indian team and I was, uh, you know, I played a, an integral role actually for uh, for Team India. And uh, uh, we, we played um, quarterfinals. Uh, we got into the quarterfinals of the World Cup and we are playing against Pakistan who are our arch rivals when it comes to cricket. I'm telling you, everything mm. stops, everything, right. everybody stop uh, doing what they uh, are doing just to watch the game and, and believe it or not, they you know, a few of them don't watch the game. They'll be praying for India to win, they'll mm. be praying, they'll be doing, uh, you know, pujas and, praying and, and those sort <laughs> of things, honestly, you know, that is how uh, passionate people are uh, in India. So. We uh, we won the game. We won the '96 World Cup, which happened uh, in my backyard. That is uh, my stadium in Karnataka, Bangalore, uh, Chinnaswamy Stadium. Mm. And uh, and uh, I'm sure uh, you know people have seen that video of uh, uh, me dismissing uh, Amir Sohel, who was the captain of Pakistan team. Uh, you know he hit me. He hits me for a boundary. Um, mm. and, and he and he he points the bat and he points his finger to where he hit the hit the, uh, uh, the ball. And he's, he's and I'm in my follow through and he's also coming down and he's talking to me saying that he's, he's going to hit me the next ball as well. So there's a lot of things that is running in my mind. It's a high pressure game because yeah. of the expectations, because of the hype that the media creates and uh, that sort of thing. And so I was going back and uh, I said to myself, look, I'm going to back my strength. I'm not going to think what he's what he said or what he's going to do. Whatever happened is is in the past. Whatever is going to happen is in the future. So let me be in the present. That is what I can control. So all I thought about that and and wanted to be myself and to bowl to my strength, as simple as that. So uh, then, very next ball, I dismissed him. I got him bowled, and uh, <laughs> and and there was uh, a few gestures, hand gestures, and that is. That is a, a widely watched uh, a video across the world. Uh, for any Indian fan, uh, right. you know, across, across the globe, I mean, they've, they've watched it uh, hugely. So, uh, so we won that. We won that game, and believe it or not, this the celebrations was world over not just the city based it was just world over the indian fans were, were jubilant and and especially uh, the city uh, you know where this happened that's in bangalore uh, yes. the the celebrations didn't stop the it continued the whole night even after the game <laughs> that's how passionate people are so for them and the next game the semi finals we lost
1: oh. we lost the semi
2: finals still sri lanka we we you know we had a golden opportunity to win that and make it to the finals uh, to play against australia but yeah. then uh, we lost the semi-finals to Sri Lanka. But you know what people said? People, they said, for us, beating Pakistan is like winning the World Cup.
1: Right, OK. The, the arch rivalry is always there. We have that same experience um, uh, in in our, in football um, with lots of the teams that are, are both from the same city, like in London or Manchester. Or, so um, we know what that feels like. Um, yeah, definitely. So you were at the you were at the forefront of that and you got the glory on that day that would must have made you feel amazing
2: Absolutely yes absolutely and uh, as i said um i think in this interview i'd uh, mentioned about 1983 world cup uh, which india won in uh, in england against west indies that was the turning mm. point for uh, for india that sort of revolutionized the uh, the game the sport and uh, mm-hmm. and that's when that's when uh, from then onwards uh, you know sponsors started started coming in broadcast rights and those sort of things and uh, now board of control for cricket in india bcci is the richest um you know uh, cricket body in the world wow. uh, because because of the the fan following because of the sponsorship mm-hmm. because of our of our uh, you know human capital as simple as that you know, yeah. we, we talk about human capital, land capital, which I read read through these uh, modules. So like, I was yeah. able to relate it and why yeah. why we are we are so huge, we are so passionate and why we are uh, the richest board in the world.
1: Well, you have a part in the history of that. And I think that that's amazing. And I'm really uh, privileged to be able to speak to you about it. Thank you so much for sharing that story. We touched upon it um, a, a little bit or rather you touched upon it where you talked about the modules. Um can you tell us a little bit more about what your experience has been um, uh, with the modules you've completed? You know, I think it's international sports development, sports strategy, governments, leaderships uh, module. Um, and how do you think um, your uh, that will feed in now to your current and your future career plans?
2: Look, honestly, Joe, I came to uh, know about this uh, uh uh, about this course that's a post graduation certificate for international sport management uh, mm. i ca- i came to know about this way back in uh, 2011 if i'm right you know that's when uh, world academy of sport um, you know sort of had a uh, had a tie up with uh, royal holloway university mm. of london I, I guess, you know, so, mm. so uh, it was then I wanted to do it, but then because of my coaching commitments, then I couldn't really, uh, you oh. know, I was part of uh, Indian Premier League and I was part of Indian team. Um, and, uh, and there was quite a few things uh, that I had. Uh, my plate was full, uh, you know, I had, mm. uh, I had a lot of things on my table, so I was not able to do it. And, uh, and I, uh, I, I, I couldn't, I, and then later on, this was discontinued for say about five years or something like that and mm-hmm. again after 5 6 years of gap uh, this this is the year which uh, you know when it started and i constantly kept on s- sending mails to uh, uni- uh, to the world academy of sport uh, you know when this when this is going to happen when they are going to start this uh, post graduation certificate in international sport management and finally um, you know i got a reply from them saying that this is, this is happening now and i just jumped into it and, mm-hmm. uh, and this was actually when I was, um, you know, when I was, uh, the, uh, uh cricket development officer for the Asian cricket council, that's when mm-hmm. I got to know about this, uh, this particular course. And uh, I was attending a conference, a seminar in, uh, in, uh, Dubai, uh, which was organized by international cricket council, ICC. And, um, and that's when I got to know about this, this particular course. And from then onwards, I always wanted to do this. And uh, you know, uh, finally, uh, here I am uh, completing these two models now, uh, mm. just just received the uh, the results as well. So I've I've done uh, I'm quite happy with, with the result, no matter what it is. So <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've gone through this. So, of course, there's two more modu- modules to go. Mm. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, so this is this is when I heard I mean, that was, say, about eight, nine years back uh so i have won i won different hats uh, i've been a yes. player i've been a coach i've been an administrator uh, uh you know when i say administration uh, because i um, you know, I've been, the, uh, I was uh, for three years, I was the vice president for the Karnataka State Cricket Association, um, which is affiliated to the Board of Control for Cricket in India. Um, like how how the, uh, how there's clubs and leagues that are, uh, and and the countries are affiliated to FIFA, uh, you know, when it comes to football. Mm-hmm. So similarly, uh, there, are, there are different state associations which are affiliated to the uh, to the Board of Control for Cricket in India. That's the uh, uh, that's the, the head of the organization. Um, so I've been an administrator. I've uh, I've also been a banker. Uh, I've been working in bank for the last, say, about 25 years or so. Uh, and mm-hmm. now I'm the deputy general manager in one of the uh, the biggest uh, public sector undertaking, public sector bank, uh, Canada Bank.
1: So that's another jump of career for you then in terms of... Um uh, what you're doing there with the bank, as opposed to what you were doing with immersed in the in the world of cricket.
2: Well, actually, Joe, it's, it's different here in India. It's mm. different. See, uh, since uh, sport, uh, I mean, sport, it, it's still it's still developing. You uh, know, mm. sport. So you cannot take sport as a profession still right so yeah one one needs to have a backing and that's where uh, a lot of us a uh, uh, lot of ex-cricketers a lot of uh even present cricketers as well especially in india they all do have uh, a job and yeah. it's not necessary that they have to they have to go and work obviously it's sort of an advertisement for the organization
1: um, I see. Mm. You know,
2: yeah that you have you have uh, uh an international cricketer in your uh in your payrolls um Yeah, so, uh, uh, but my passion has always been sports and cricket uh, in particular. Uh, So uh, when I was going through these modules, you know, everything, whatever I I, I was reading, whether it's collaborative governance in sports, say, for example, when I was doing that in my sports Mm. strategy governance and leadership, uh, there's a topic called collaborative governance in sport and that collaborative governance uh, you know happen to uh, go with my banking industry as well or any organization for that matter
1: yeah. the skills and the knowledge is transferable
2: I- exactly exactly and uh, uh, whether it's a resource allocation um, you know um, so uh, so since i've been an administrator in in a in, in a you uh, know you know, was in a sporting a sport association, so I was able to sort of relate uh, what I was reading in my uh, in my module. Whether it's uh, it it could be stakeholder management, how you manage the stakeholders and how do you prioritize the stakeholders, who are most important and who is uh, uh, not so important, sort of a thing. And and again, uh, you know, leadership in sport. Uh, so I w- I was able to. So obviously, coach coaching is also sort of leadership. Coach is also a leader sort of a thing. You know, it's, oh, it's not absolutely. just a captain. So I was able to relate whether it's, uh, you know, uh, and I was able to understand whether I was an individualistic leader or or contextual uh, school of leadership and those sort of things. You know, there, there's a whole lot of things that I was reading here in these modules that I was able to relate. So that made these modules that much more interesting. I'm telling you, it's been uh, it's been an eye-opener for me. So I was doing a lot without my knowledge but having yeah. gone gone through this module now now i understand even more uh, so uh, you know that, that what i was doing to a large extent is is on the right uh, right path
1: maybe all those years when you didn't have like the bowling coaches and you were doing your own analysis of your own um your own um, uh your own skill sets and and how you were playing that that put you that put you in good stead, maybe, for the next stage um, with regards to your career. Um, Do you think that the completion of the programme will enable you to contribute in a different way to the world of cricket and India in general going forward?
2: Oh, definitely, yes. I, I believe in that um you know and uh, uh, this is as i said it's been an eye opener for me and this uh, uh, this sort of knowledge and understanding about uh, could be structure could be uh, vision or a mission uh, or uh, the role of governance in sport and uh, stakeholder management or could be uh, could be gap analysis um, mm. you know uh, I, I i and those sorts of scenario planning i mean it's it's uh, it is it is definitely going to uh, help me uh, to uh, to be better than what i am now and and also contribute much more to the organization and not not particular to uh, cricket um it can be any sport for that matter uh, it could be hockey it could be uh, you know the uh, international cricket council or the asian cricket council um uh, could be uh, uh, olympic committees or whatever it is mm. you know mm. so uh, i am i am quite confident that i'm able to uh, or i can contribute much more than uh, the playing experience and the coaching experience that I have—it's uh, with my playing and coaching experience, I've got the uh, the experience or the understanding of how you need to go about when it comes to uh, you know all these uh, all these topics, whether it's resource or stakeholder and those sort of things, or a pestle analysis and those sort of things. You know, it's it's political or economic, social, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, those sort of things. Um, yeah.
1: It's another building block to add to your skill set, I suppose, with what you've already done so far and what you're going to continue to doing in, to do as you complete the, the additional modules that you're going to take. Um, would you recommend this programme to other people who want to work um, in the world of
2: sports? 100%, 100%, without a doubt, Joe. Without a doubt. I've already spoken to a lot of people. Um, and uh, in my interviews, I've always been talking about uh, this programme program that is a post-graduation certificate in international sport management from University of London. I've been uh, quoting this uh, in in a lot of my interviews uh, which i've been in fact sharing the links to uh, you know with dr oscar rwanga mm. and uh, he's been extremely supportive uh, and, and 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 i should say that the whole um university of london uh, because i'm doing an online uh, course because i've got a lot of things uh, you know that's happening you know mm. uh, that that's going you know being in, in uh, being in my uh, banking uh, uh, banking aspect banking, banking sector mm. and uh, um, you know, I I also uh, happen to do commentary as well now, uh, since I'm not coaching much because I'm I'm actually slowly changing my focus to administration. Um, right. You know, where I I can develop the sport even more from the grassroots uh, to the elite um, uh, elite level. So uh, in, in that sense, uh, you know, these modules or this course what I'm doing will definitely keep me in good stead.
1: I think there's no greater validation than the one you've just given and um, thank you so much for um for sharing that with us Venkatesh before you go I just wanted to ask you a little bit about um what you think about cricket today and um the uh, the Indian cricket team and and obviously because we're here in the UK the um the uh, the English cricket team they're obviously playing at the moment the West Indies um and what what do you feel about the characters and the players now who stands out for you
2: Look, uh, it's very challenging times. Um, uh, So uh, it's it's also interesting in terms of how the uh, sportsmen are going to go about uh, doing the business. um, You know, irrespective of which which sport they. Uh, they take could be athletes, could be uh, uh, you know football players or basketball players, cricket players or whatever it is. I mean times have changed, so we've got to go with the times. We've got to respect the environment, uh, respect the situation uh, where we are in. Uh, got to got to maintain uh, uh, hygiene. Uh, yeah. Make sure that you, you sanitize your uh, you know your your hands and wear your mask regularly uh, mm. and also maintain that uh, social distancing. So uh, yeah, when it comes to sport now that that that's going to be a challenge. Um, you know, so of course you you got to come up with different frameworks and ICC has already come up with uh, with a framework saying that you can't you can't use saliva on the ball. Uh, yeah. I mean we are we are watching uh, West Indies playing against England now in England. So. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, saliva. Uh, they're banned using saliva, so I think that's a, that's a good good way of going about. So you're and and we are fortunate that cricket is not a contact sport, uh, so yeah. you're able to you're able to maintain that social distance uh, in a sort of three feet to five feet or whatever it is you're able to maintain that. Uh, so uh, uh, and and also they're playing uh, the game, uh, 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 you know, in closed doors without without spectators. So that is going to be. Uh, uh, a even bigger challenge for players because a few of the players may to thrive uh, on uh, you know on on uh, performing in front of the spectators the crowd, Support from yeah. The, yeah exactly mm. from the from the crowd isn't it mm-hmm. uh, especially, especially uh the present england captain who's captaining uh, ben stocks yeah, yeah. he he loves he loves uh, the crowd behind him isn't it i mean he's mm. an he is an, <laughs> an out, outstanding player yeah uh, a great talent um,
1: he's got us out of trouble quite a few times <laughs>
2: yeah so so it's it's uh, there's going to be a lot of challenges but it again it's, it's about mindset you got to you got to um, you know adapt change your mindset according to situation you got to adapt and that's what sportsman is all about they they're mm-hmm. able to adapt to different conditions different environments different climatic uh, conditions could be uh, and so on so i'm sure uh, you know players will adapt to this new uh, uh, new situation as well
1: no. And I, w- I was I was saying this to Dr. Mwanga because as a sports fan, um, I think that okay we can't go and s- we can't go to Lords we can't go to um, you know a stadium wh- whatever you know team we follow, but we can we're lucky we've got you know the channels we can watch it on TV, and I think that for for to to feel invested and to f- and to, to, to want to watch these you know athletes you know doing what they do best. It's just it's just fantastic, and it lifts you. And everyone needs a lift right now. Um, you know, everyone needs to kind of want to embrace the new normal. And we need sports in our life. Sport, sports is so important. Um, I feel for well being. You know, for for people who watch it, and you know, ever playing it as well. So hopefully, the grassroots level of cricket, you know, they can get back um, this summer to to playing again. Um, you know, albeit with different rules in place
2: absolutely and and talking about the mindset you know so i was i was reading this uh, uh this one particular topic on uh, um you know on growth mindset and fixed mindset the difference between mm. fixed mindset and growth mindset i mean so i'm able to i mean fixed fixed mindset the the, the people or you know in this you know, in this conversation if it's a, the players uh, people who come under uh, this fixed mindset are not somebody who who would really go to the next level? Whereas the growth mindset, or the players, the people uh, falling in this category of growth mindset, they always challenge themselves. They always, always um, you know, even if they fail, they always get up and they uh, they try that extra hard and, and and take their game to the next level and and keep challenging. So uh, I guess I guess now you know players have to be in this growth mindset, I suppose. You know where they they keep challenging this and and keep adapting to different conditions.
1: Can I ask you a question about your playing career before I let you go? I just I just I'm fascinated to know that as a bowler when you are you're you're, you're going into um you you're, you're facing a you know an international renowned batsman that you know has you know been devastating other teams by you know scoring you know centuries and so on. When you face that 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 particular challenge what are you thinking in your head?
2: Oh well. Uh, look, uh, uh, honestly, you, you first of all you gotta believe in yourself. Okay, yeah. you got, got to you gotta have confidence, no doubt. Uh, and and confidence, uh, you know, comes when when you practice uh, when you practice time and again. Um, you know the way you play the game. Uh, it's 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 a deliberate practice. You know that's that's another topic that I was I was reading in sports strategy and uh, and so on. I mean, so I was I was able to relate everything. So in that sense, yeah. I mean, no matter who it is, when it's an international game, when you're playing against uh, the best of the players, uh, and when you're playing against the best of the the teams, every every batsman being uh, as a bowler, every batsman is a challenge. So you got to plan the batsman out. You, you can't just mm-hmm. get him out in, in the very first ball or maybe the sixth ball or something like that. You got to, um, uh, you know, you got to create, uh, create a, create the pressure. Make sure that you, um, you know, you you strategize, you plan, uh, and, and get him out. And of course, you you have to believe in your skill. You got to believe in your uh, uh, ability. Um, uh, and uh, and of course, you got to you got to also understand your strengths and weakness as well. Uh, as mm-hmm. against the the strength and weakness of uh, you know of the opposition uh, batsman. So uh, you know it's it's a uh, I mean so when you keep practicing in that manner when you practice the way you play the match. So uh, then what happens is when when you go into the real situation when you go into the field when you're playing a match, it becomes slightly easier for you to uh, you to adapt. Mm-hmm. Even if you're even if you're hit for a boundary. Um, you know you're able to you're able to make a comeback you can you're able to analyze when you're going back uh, in your run-up uh, and uh, and before you start your run-up okay you've analyzed quite a few uh, scenarios okay and and then bowl your best ball the next mm. ball should be your best ball the best ball should be uh, to to get the batsman out and uh, and to get the batsman out you've got to keep yourself calm um, right. you've got to yeah th- that's when you can think well uh, and that's when you're able to um, execute your skill, uh, you know, better. So, so these are all the thoughts uh, that happen. So you got to, you got to, uh, you know, for for everything, you have got to just believe in yourself, believe in your ability.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to thank you so much, Venkatesh, for um, sharing your time with us today. It's been so fascinating speaking to you, and we I really do feel privileged, and I'm sure our listeners will feel privileged as well to be able to to listen to you on our podcast. Um, thank you so much for joining us today
2: thank you very much and the privilege and the pleasure has always been mine thank you very much again
0: thank you for listening if you'd like to find out more information about the postgraduate certificate in international sports management please visit the university of london website at www.london.ac.uk